welcome to No Smut Shaming. I'm Crystal. And I'm Kristen. And we're here to discuss all your favorite romance reads. And all of the dirty details. This week we'll be talking about Soraya Wilson's book, Roommate. But first, how was your week? Oof. I mean, I don't even know how to answer that. <laughs> um, Pretty simple question. <laughs> just busy, busy because of work, but... There's some tea that we have to spill. Oh, yeah. So I <laughs> I was telling Crystal that I saw some Bookstagram tea mm-hmm. a couple days ago, <laughs> which I am mortified if I were to ever be involved in drama. Mm-hmm. But coming upon it in the wild. You're like, ooh. You're like, ooh, what's <laughs> happening over here? <laughs> and I saw that author that you read with the age gap. Yes. Was it Seven Rue? Seven Rue is the author and the book was like 57 That's the book you yeah. read, yeah. So I think she had, and again, I did not fact check any of this <laughs> or really look into it all. I just saw one or two posts about it. But she had a new book recently mm-hmm. and towards the end or in the epilogue, she had a part that said, it was from like an older man's point of view, looking at, I think it was his four-year-old niece mm-hmm. thinking mm-hmm. or saying, yeah, I think he said it. He was like, one day soon, like we'll have our own baby. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ew. <laughs> but then people who read it were obviously disgusted. Yes. Because even though she does write taboo, this felt like a little bit across the a, line. A thousand percent. And people were essentially saying like, because she had said, well, I, when I said in a couple years, I obviously meant when she was of age. People were like, well, it's still an older man looking at a four-year-old in a sexual way. Yes. Like if someone said that to my daughter, I rip his dick off. (laughs) Like, yeah, that's gross. Yeah, that was. So I feel like the outrage is very justified. And it's fine if you're into taboo stuff. But anytime you involve children or underage, it's just got to be careful. Got to be careful. And that is just off limits, especially at that age. So. So that was some of the drama I picked up on. But I do like how she tried to defend it. I know. Yeah. Anyways, speaking of drama, Mm -hmm. the real drama happening is about J-Lo and (laughs) A-Rod. Okay, I just have to say, Mm -hmm. I love J-Lo. I love J-Lo. I'm a huge J-Lo fan. Mm -hmm. I think she's great, talented, beautiful. Mm -hmm. She's got it all for me. Right. And I felt like A-Rod, they were good together. They were definitely a power couple. Mm -hmm. I felt like they were on the same tier, different worlds, but like... That was a good match for me. It was a good match, yeah. Not that they consulted me, but Mm -hmm. I was like, this is... (laughs) They were like, Kristen, what do you think? (laughs) And I'm like, thumbs up. (laughs) You have my approval. (laughs) But I read this weekend that they broke up, sorry, called off their engagement. Mm -hmm. But then Mm -hmm. I read this morning, a reporter asked him if he was single and he said no. Oh. So I I mean, it just happened. I know. I guess they're trying to work on things. Mm Mm-hmm. But there was some rumors a few months ago. Did you hear about that Madison girl from, shoot, what show is it? Uh, Southern Charm. There were some affair rumors between her and A-Rod. But I've heard affair rumors about him before, too. Really? Yeah. And then, you know, it's always been shot down. But, you know, that's got to get to you every once in a while. I just, mm, Mm. I wish I was at the inside circle. (laughs) I wish. So close. (laughs) Right on the edge. (laughs) But I hope, I hope they make it. I hope they work it out. I know. Something else that I did recently is I got a library card. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us all about it. (laughs) 
Okay. I'm excited. So I initially got the library card as part of my name change process for some extra documentation with my new name. Mm -hmm. But then I realized there's an app, which I'm sure everybody knows about besides me. It's called Libby. Mm -hmm. And you you log in with your library card information for your local library Mm -hmm. and you can hold and check out books onto your Kindle. See, that's amazing. I didn't know that. When you told me, I was like, what time period are we in? (laughs) You're getting a library card. (laughs) So easy. So I've already gone through and put holes. Oh my goodness. Or like tagged a couple that I I definitely want to read. Yeah. The first one that came available is Take a Hint, Danny Brown. So that is on my Kindle waiting for me. Oh. And it was free. That's awesome. You got to try it. There's a there's so many books out there and it's so easy. Do you have a so, library card? Not a recent one, no. Did you have to go to the library or can you do it all online? I did it all online because the library's closed actually. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So I did it all online. It was really easy. Okay. I'll have to try it. Recommend. What have you been watching? Oh. That was my segue. Okay. <laughs> so I've been watching the number one show on Netflix. <laughs> Ginny and Georgia. Mm-hmm. And I loved it. So what's it about? So I'm very bad at describing things. Mm. Here I go. <laughs> so it's about a mother and a daughter. Mm-hmm. There's also a younger brother. But the mom had her daughter when she was 15. Okay. So they're close in age. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting balance. So you have, because the, the daughter's now 15. Okay. 15, 16. And so you have her just like normal high school drama, mm-hmm. be in a new city. There's also a racism piece because she's half black mm-hmm. and it's a very small white town. Mm-hmm. Her mom is white and blonde. Mm-hmm. I think that's interesting. And there's also, I just think it's very progressive because her high school friend is a lesbian. Mm-hmm. That's a really cool story. So a lot of hot topics for a small town. A lot of hot topics for a small town. Mm-hmm. And then the mom just has like this crazy backstory drama from like her youth. It's very drama filled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's sort of like Gilmore Girls, right? So I don't, somebody else said that and I don't mm-hmm. really think it is. It's Gilmore Girls feels very like a warm hug. This does not feel that way. I mean, it is still a smaller town Mm -hmm. and it is still like a young mom with her teenage daughter, Mm -hmm. but they don't have that great of a relationship. There's a lot of behind the back, sneaking out, lies on both sides. Yeah, there's like mental health issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's just like a lot of things are talked about. It's not a feel good sitcom. No, it's no, no, Um, but it's so good. Okay. I think it's worth a watch. Speaking of, did you watch the Harry and Meghan interview with Oprah? I did. Mm -hmm. Tell me your thoughts. I was just like in it. I was so invested. For one, I miss Oprah. Miss her a lot. Love Oprah. I mean, she's just full of wisdom. I mean, I feel like she should come back. But anyways, I felt like the interview was very eye-opening. Yeah. It was just very interesting to hear really what was going on. Because, you know, you only see the one side that was in the media. You know, so it was nice to hear kind of her. It was know, weird her to hear background. somebody talk about the firm in like a real I way. Know. Like our what? It sounded like a secret society. Yeah. But. I felt, I mean, I felt bad for her. I felt really bad for her, but it was funny. So I obviously go down the rabbit hole on Instagram and people had a lot of mean things to say too. I They're get like, that oh, as, yeah. poor her, you know, she's, you know, in the royal family and she has millions of dollars. And I'm just like, but still, I mean, it doesn't matter how rich or poor you are. Mental health is still a thing. For sure. You know, I think hearing Oprah's reaction when she was just like, they were worried about the color of the skin of the babies. I know. She was just like, what? <laughs> and I was like, me too. I was like, girl, I feel the same, Oprah. <laughs> 
that was insane but believable it's believe i mean but horrifying yeah i mean she would be the first person of color introduced into that family line right it was yeah, interesting i think people totally got her side of it which was good yeah but i will say whenever prince harry was like i felt trapped i was like okay mm, rich boy yeah <laughs> like you're gonna be fine i don't think anyone sides with you <laughs> it's also so I agree. I'm like totally on the same side. But there is that thing where it's like they were so vocal about wanting privacy. Mm-hmm. And now they're kind of really putting themselves back out there. They are. So I think that that's interesting. I feel like the only reason they came out is because there were so many untrue stories about them. Yeah. Like the, the narrative was just so anti them that at some point, maybe you just have to come out and defend yourself. Mm-hmm. If we start seeing them in interview after interview, then we'd be like, OK, come on. I mean, you know. I ate it up. I love the whole yeah. interview. <laughs> I also stuff. love the chickens. Yes. And that they stayed in Tyler Perry's house with his security. I was like, what? I was like, wow. This is crazy. What can't Tyler Perry do? (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good. All right. So this week we're doing The Roommate by Soraya Wilson. This has a 3.85 on Goodreads. Mm -hmm. I liked this book. I thought this was a really cute book. It's a cute book. It's an easy read. There's some like laugh out loud points. Nothing too heavy. It doesn't rip your heart out. No. And then it's nothing too steamy as well. Right. So just in case. It's just like a Mm rom-com. Okay. Should we get into it? Let's get into this. So we start out with Madison Huntington and she is apartment shopping with her aunt. Mm -hmm. Now, (laughs) the last name Huntington, for one, just sounds super rich. Right. And if you think it sounds rich, you'd be correct. Mm -hmm. She grew up in an extremely wealthy family in Houston, Texas, and lived in one of the largest mansions in the city. Except she recently decided to be a teacher, mm-hmm. which her family disapproved of. Like, ew, teachers, gross. <laughs> Why are you being so noble? And they kicked her out and took away her trust funds. Right. And just refused to financially support her going forward, yeah. which was <laughs> a huge shock for her. <laughs> so now she's apartment hunting for something within her new, much lower price range. And she's now realizing just how little her money goes. Like, right. When, yeah. And when she opened up her first paycheck, she She was shocked that it was basically nothing. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So far, she's been crashing on her friend Shay's couch, but now she wants to find her own place. Because it's been like three months. And she's overstayed her welcome. Right. You you can sense when you've overstayed your welcome. Can you imagine a friend, like, even if it was me, who was like, can I stay (laughs) with you? Because we like hanging out. Right. But if I was like, can I crash on your couch Mm -hmm. for like just a couple nights Mm -hmm. and it was three months? Yeah, I'd be like, "Mm." You don't live here. Like, yeah. it's time for you to go. I would probably send you links to actual apartments that you could be looking at. It's like Ross Geller when he stays with Chandler and Joey. Yeah. They're like circling ads for him. Her aunt has been showing her places that are within her budget. It's pretty bleak. Like, the latest one that she saw the previous tenant was murdered mm. in the apartment. Would you stay in an apartment that someone died in? Died or was murdered? Okay, murdered. No. No. Natural causes. Nice place. Sure. Mm, okay. <laughs> I Why? think a murder is just so aggressive. <laughs> like just bad mojo. Bad mojo. I feel like it would be hard to make it like a super happy place if someone had been like brutally stabbed in there, you know, <laughs> just a personal preference thing. 
True, true. I think some people would be like, ooh, maybe it's haunted. And I'm not that person. Yeah. But if that was my only financial option, yes. I, I would do it. Yeah. The body's not still in the living room. Right. And I'm, I'm assuming they've cleaned up the blood. So it's But if fine. I had choices, like I wouldn't choose the one. Right. Last resort. Last resort mm-hmm. is the one where someone was murdered. So after seeing that one, her aunt tells her there is one more place that she can show her. Mm-hmm. But the situation is a little abnormal. A little unconventional, yes. So her aunt pulls up her phone and shows her a picture of the world's hottest guy <laughs> and tells her that this dashing young man is Tyler Roth. Mm-hmm. Tyler travels a lot, so he's looking for someone to live in the apartment. He has a spare room mm-hmm. and help take care of his dog, Pigeon. His dog has some anxiety issues, so he doesn't want to leave the dog alone or send it to the pound for a while. Mm-hmm. And he also would like that person to help clean up the apartment. Right. Because I guess he's had some bad luck with housekeepers in the past. So basically, he's looking for someone to move in, hang out with Pigeon, mm-hmm. clean up the apartment, and then in exchange, it's rent free, which is a great deal. I would do it. Same. Yeah. But Madison has absolutely zero experience with either dogs mm-hmm. or cleaning. But like we would say, like she says, yes. She's like, yeah, that sounds great. I'll do it. Her aunt also mentions that Tyler said he'd prefer a male roommate because mm-hmm. he had an issue with a female roommate in college who ended up falling in love with him. Mm, poor Tyler. I know. Her life. <laughs> But her aunt assured Tyler that it wouldn't be a problem because Madison has a serious boyfriend. Mm -hmm. And Madison's like, I have a serious boyfriend. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, Brad. Oh, be rad. Be rad. (laughs) Brad was her high school sweetheart that had stopped speaking to her when her parents cut her off, Mm -hmm. which her family didn't know about. Right. He's also cheated on her a ton in the past. Multiple times. They are broken up, but she also wants this roommate situation. So she goes along with it. She goes along with it. It's just like, oh, yeah, Brad and I down the aisle any minute now. Mm -hmm. Just to like, I don't know. He was like, great. Make it work. Yeah. (laughs) So they head on over to Tyler's building. And the first thing she's like, he's got some cash. Like, this is a nice place. Mm -hmm. There's a doorman. There's like a parking garage. Mm -hmm. She's impressed with what she sees, both with the apartment and the sexy dude. Old Mr. Roth. Inside Mr. Mm -hmm. Roth inside the apartment. Like, she's actually drooling over this guy in his apartment. Like, jaw to the floor. Have you ever come across a man that was just so gorgeous? It just ran you speechless besides my husband (laughs) right besides our spouses Um, yeah I don't think so I don't think I've been like stunned into silence Mm -hmm. by male beauty wait a minute wait a minute are you telling me when you first saw Ben okay He is beautiful, though. Right. But, you know, I was able to form words. It's not like a Christian Hogue situation where, like, if he walked in, I'd be like, you know. Yeah, if Christian Hogue, like, walked in naked, I'd probably be like, what? Even clothed, I would be like, ooh. (laughs) I like how you're like, he's nude. But anyways, they introduce themselves. So we have Tyler. He's 26, works in finance, loves his dog, Pigeon. Mm-hmm. And Madison's aunt introduces her, second grade teacher. <laughs> her aunt's like, she loves clean and loves animals. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> but Tyler seems pretty cool. Mm-hmm. He tells her that she won't be his employee, just his roommate who will just pick up the slack around the house while he's gone. And he also says that he loves to cook so he can cook for them whenever he's home. Uh, sounds like a win-win-win. <laughs> okay, so I... I read this book last year mm-hmm. and I picked it for the podcast that it was cute. You probably don't remember, but I texted you as I was reading this book mm-hmm. and I had said something like, this is the most perfect book guy I've ever read. Mm-hmm. I feel like he just doesn't have a flaw. 
there was no flaw. Like I feel like him. most men in books have just like one deep brooding one flaw to have to work over. But he was pretty perfect. He doesn't have any flaws Mm-mm. physically, emotionally, mentally, mm-hmm. financially. Like he's just like a check. He's perfection. He is perfection. Mm-hmm. Mr. Roth. They basically just like work out the deal. They're both good with it. A few days later is move-in day and her friend Shay has volunteered to help mostly to check out hottie hot Tyler Roth. She does check him out. She's mm-hmm. also drooling mm-hmm. over Tyler whenever he's there. But she moves in pretty easy. That evening, Madison goes out into the kitchen and sees Tyler cooking some fettuccine Alfredo, which yes, please, personal fave. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and they're chatting and Tyler tells her, you know, you're free to add any personal touches to the house, pictures of your family and whatnot. And this part made me laugh out loud. She goes, oh, my family doesn't show up on film. <laughs> I died at that. That was so funny to me. They're also like going through the tasks that she would need to do around the house. And again, I just want to point out that her job for Mm -hmm. living here for free is just to like lightly clean the house and like hang out with the dog. Yeah. It's like dream job. Pretty sweet deal. And he's going to cook. How did she need Alfredo? Mm-hmm. Yes, please. So that night, she kind of gets suckered into going over to her parents' house for a family dinner, which she's dreading. Her family sucks. Horrible. They're so bad. She has two snarky older twin sisters who are just... Vanessa and... Violet. They are the worst. Mm-hmm. Her dad's just like not emotionally present. Mm-mm. And her mom is just like so She's judgy. A, yeah, and super narcissistic. What it's a snarky bitch. All about her. Wow. The mother. <laughs> the mom. And her family treats her like the black sheep of the family because she wanted to be a teacher mm-hmm. instead of going to their snobby family business. And they're basically disgusted with her. They, are dis- they act like she went into like stripping. Yeah. <laughs> like-, <laughs> like she doesn't work in a back alley. She no. works for a private school. <laughs> teaching little ones and her family's just like oh all those children and their diseases that you're around i'm like they're not rats like i don't know like what it was crazy so they're having dinner dinner's already a train wreck because Mm -hmm. her sisters again are just straight up monsters and then she realizes that there's an empty seat at the table Mm -hmm. like an extra empty seat then she hears someone come in and it's brad when she sees him she starts to connect some dots and she's like, oh no, like he might be here to propose to me Mm -hmm. in front of the family. So she just quickly stands up and leaves the table, which is not what you do. Apparently not. At this family dinner. Mm -mm. But Brad follows her out and pulls out a box from Tiffany's, Mm. but thankfully not a ring box. It's a tennis bracelet. What a hard life. Yes. And she reluctantly accepts the tennis bracelet. I would have sold it immediately, especially if you're hard up for cash. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She also tells Brad, like, again, it's over between us, even though he's begging her not to close the door on them. And he's like, yeah, yeah. okay, I'll see you soon. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, no. Like, we're done. Mm -hmm. And he's like, okay. Like, eh, Brad. <laughs> but again, she knows in her heart that her and Brad are just, they just don't have a future together. Right. So fast forward a little bit. Sometime later, Madison finds herself at the apartment alone around dinner time, and she sees a box of mac and cheese. And she gets excited because she's always wanted to try it. She's never had <laughs> mac and cheese before. Now, it's very clear that she's never cooked. Right. Ever. But this experience is worse than I would have thought mm-hmm. it would be. So... 
first of all, she has no clue what pots and pans are. Mm-hmm. Like she has no clue where they would be, mm-hmm. what the difference would be between them. Which ones she would use. So yeah. she just finds a pot that looks like one on the box. And mm-hmm. she's like, that's all new. And then she cooks noodles and she reads the box and sees that she needs butter and milk. And she finds the butter, but she can't find any regular milk in the fridge. She only finds chocolate milk. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that probably can't make that big of a difference. I mean, I'm sure that's not a work. <laughs> And so she uses the chocolate milk in the mac and cheese, like mixing chocolate with With the powdered cheese. Yeah. Who is this monster? How can you pour in chocolate milk and think like yum? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh huh. Uh huh. And it was horrible. Of course. I mean, I don't know if I needed to say that, but it was horrible. Has to spit it out. And in an effort to redeem herself from her horrible cooking Mm -hmm. adventure, she decides to take a crack at the cleaning list that Tyler had left for her on the fridge. Mm. And she sees one of the items is loading the dishwasher and running it. Mm -hmm. Not a hard task. Nope, 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 nope. So she takes the dishes and she sees that there was a pan left on the stove from this morning. She puts that into the dishwasher, loads it all up, and she starts to look around for some powder that she remembers her friend Shay using when she lived with her. She can't find any powder, but she sees a bottle of Dawn dishwashing liquid. So she pours that in and just starts it and then goes back to her room to do Mm. some unpacking. A little bit later, she hears the dog barking. So she goes out and when she gets into the kitchen, she just sees the entire room is basically like a giant foam pit Mm. of bubbles, which I'm sure would just like stop your heart. She eventually like clears out all of the bubbles in the room. Mm -hmm. She starts to unload the dishwasher and notices that the pan that she had put in there earlier is now rusted. Mm -hmm. And so she calls Shay, her friend, and sends her a picture of the pan. And Shay's like, did you put his cast iron pan in the dishwasher? She's like, what? (laughs) What does that mean? Oh my gosh. The pan is ruined. Right. It can't be used. Mm -hmm. She realizes she just has to buy a new one. Yeah, and those things aren't cheap. She nearly faints at the price Mm -hmm. that she finds on Amazon. The next day when she comes home, she sees that the cast iron pan has been delivered. Thanks, Amazon. She takes it to her room to open it up and kind of get things ready. And she hears the door open Mm -hmm. into the apartment. And she starts to panic because she doesn't want Tyler to see her with the new pan and have to explain that she ruined his old pan. But then she remembers that he's traveling right now and he shouldn't be home yet. So she starts to creep out of her room and she sees someone in Tyler's bedroom. Mm -hmm. So she takes a peek in and then just sees this beautiful, lanky woman lying on his bed in lingerie. The girl looks up and sees Madison and Madison like freaks out, apologizes a hundred times and runs out. The woman comes out and is like, huh, Tyler described you and I thought you'd be attractive, but clearly I was wrong. Mm -hmm. Which... God. Brutal. Very backhanded compliment. Oh my God. And this is how we meet Oksana. Oksana is basically a Russian supermodel and it's just like, you'll tell Tyler I was here. <laughs> she and, just walks out. And just leaves. <laughs> She's like, okay. <laughs> so the next morning, Tyler is back in town and she goes out in the kitchen, sees him there, and he asks her if she has anything fun going on today. Mm-hmm. And she does. She's very excited. Today is the day she's going to purchase her very first car. She's done her research and she is ready to go. And she tells him that her friend Shay is going to pick her up soon and take her there and go through it with her. But as she's saying that, Shay texts her and says that she has to cancel. She tells Tyler that Shay canceled and then Tyler 
Tyler graciously it's like, oh, I'll go. offers to take her. Nothing going on right now. Yeah, it's like his one day off, mm-hmm. but yeah, he'll take her. And the car buying experience goes extremely smoothly. Very. She offers like $4,000 under the asking price, and the guy is just like, yep, sure. Sold. Yeah, yeah. sounds good to me. And she's like, I don't understand why people complain about this. I was like, girl. I was like, there's something up. <laughs> but she got her car. And she also had a great time just spending time with Tyler and getting Mm -hmm. to know him and hang out with him. After the car buying experience is over, he tells her that he has to go to this charity event tonight. And he asks her if she'd like to accompany him to this. And she's a little hesitant because her mother runs in the charity circle in Houston. (laughs) So she checks the invite, sees that the organization is run by her mom's arch nemesis. Right. So she was like, "Okay, yeah, I'll go. My mom will not be there. Sounds yeah. good. Tyler and Madison go to the charity event. Previously, Tyler had confessed that although he's pretty wealthy now, mm-hmm. he definitely did not grow up with money. So this whole wealthy world is new to him. Mm-hmm. And he's still not comfortable networking and working the room and talking to people. He just feels really out of place. Madison. She's like, I got this. She's like, yeah, I totally have <laughs> this. This is my jam. She offers to kind of help him, help him mingle. But and I, I also think it's funny that when he said that she was just like oh he's probably still rich just not like has your yacht, own yacht. Rich. yeah you know, just probably only has the one yacht <laughs> i was like girl what world are you yeah. living in mm. no he didn't grow up with money but she kind of takes him under her rich girl wing <laughs> And starts to introduce him around to people. And she also starts up a little rumor that he's single. Mm -hmm. And before he knows it, like all of the eligible women are just flocking (laughs) to him on the dance floor. It's a gaggle of women just being like, Tyler, Tyler, Mr. Roth. Hi, it's me, Susie. Which definitely makes Madison feel a certain type of way. She's Mm -hmm. like feeling the internal jealousy. Right. But she's just like, we're not together. This is not a thing. He's my roommate. I feel like every chapter is just her talking herself down. Like, we're not a thing. We're just friends. Yes. That's all he wants. But then she's like, Ugh, <laughs> beautiful. But I, but I love him. But I love him. Ugh. No, can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> the next week, Madison is at work chatting with her two friends who are also teachers when someone comes to find her and they say the headmistress wants to speak to her. And she obviously assumes the worst, like anybody would. But it turns out new teachers are supposed to help out around the school for events and stuff when needed. Mm -hmm. And there's a winter formal dance coming up for the Mm -hmm. students. There's someone there from the party planning parent (laughs) committee. Mm -hmm. They ask her if she'll make 200 palms. palms, All these other like snowflake stuff out of fishing wire. And apparently Madison is just like the opposite of crafty. This is not her forte. Right, because she was just like, why don't they just pay someone to do this? Yeah, and she's like, are you sure I'm the gal for the job? And they're like, yep, you'll do great. Here's the supplies. She's like, okay. A headmistress is a principal, right? Yeah. Do they use the term headmistress in the States? I think they do for like... Private. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like elite Mm, schools. Yeah. They do in Gossip Girl. Oh. That's my frame of reference for private school. Okay. Okay. I went to public school. (laughs) Uh, Same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We called them a principal. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But a few days later, Tyler's out of town on business. She just starts to get a little snoopy. She's like, I think I want to snoop through Tyler's stuff. So how long do you think it would have been before you snooped? Or would you have snooped? I don't think I would have for a roommate. I don't know. <laughs> would you have snooped? I wouldn't like go through his drawers, but I would have been like, I would have just like taken a peek taken inside. A peek. Yeah, his bedroom. Yeah. What's it like in there? Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in there? <laughs> I thought I heard something. <laughs> hmm. Was that a noise? Snoop, snoop. 
she is kind of snooping through his closet mm-hmm. when she gets a phone call. When she leaves to go back to her room, she accidentally left the closet door open. Right. The dog Pigeon found her way in there and Pigeon loves shoes and shoot up one of Tyler's shoes. Right. And she starts to panic. Obviously, she made a mistake. But here's the thing. I feel like it's not that big of a deal. I mean, I guess it then shows she was in his closet. You know, she was vacuuming. I feel like there was a way that you could have like covered your tracks on that. But he also said like, don't clean my room or bathroom. Like, I'll clean my stuff. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe that was her way of maybe. hiding her snooping. Mm-hmm. But instead of coming clean, she finds a store close to her that sells the same shoes. But they're $1,000 <laughs> shoes. <laughs> I would have just came clean at that point. Like, and there's she's no way. Poor. She's poor. She has no money. Right. She's a teacher. Mm-hmm. She does not have a thousand dollars to spend on shoes. No. So what does she do? She calls her snarky sister. <laughs> right. And her sister does help her because she's rich still. But they're very much like, I help you. You owe me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because that's the horrid family that mm-hmm. she lives in. Mm-hmm. But she ends up buying the shoes, takes them home, puts them in the closet and she gets ready for bed. She's in bed. Pigeon is kind of curled up next to her when she hears something out in the apartment Mm. and Tyler isn't supposed to be home yet so she starts to panic again just thinks the worst case scenario as anyone does if you're home alone right so she grabs a frying pan (laughs) (laughs) and she sneaks around the corner and runs right into Tyler Mm -hmm. and he can easily see that she's distressed so he pulls her into a hug and she's like oh okay hugs I like I like this (laughs) And when she slightly pulls back, they have that moment where he's like, Madison, where he's holding her close. They're inches away, mm-hmm. making eye contact Body heat. Mm. Mm-hmm. in the dark at night, mm-hmm. frying pan on the floor. <laughs> and they're I like, I don't know if that has anything to do with that, but okay. <laughs> they're just like so close to a kiss. Mm-hmm. But then she's just like, yep, yep, cool. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Bye. See you tomorrow. Bye. So the next night, Madison is home and trying again to make those dang palms for the school dance when Tyler comes home just looking exhausted. So he heats, he, I'm sorry, I'm falling off the, the wagon here. <laughs> He heats up a frozen meal, joins her on the couch, and they just chat easily, and he helps her with the palms, and they watch The Bachelor together. And you can tell he's just kind of into this lazy evening that they're Mm -hmm. having, and she's obviously super into him, just in general. So a few days later, Madison attempts to make Christmas cookies. I guess it's now Christmas, Mm -hmm. which is a bold choice after her chocolate milk mac and cheese incident. So gross, yeah. So when she takes the cookies out of the oven, even Tyler is like, wow, okay these look pretty good Mm -hmm. but then he goes to take a bite and has to rush over to the sink immediately to spit it out Mm -hmm. he's like what did you put in these cookies right she's mortified it turns out she used half a cup of salt instead of a teaspoon teaspoon. yeah a teaspoon and half a cup are a significant difference (laughs) that's a lot of salt so much salt (laughs) and as they're kind of bopping around the kitchen Tyler's now making them breakfast and she has a moment where she starts to feel guilty because Mm -hmm. he cooks for her a lot and she says like I can start pitching in for groceries Mm -hmm. she's like I don't want to be another person that you have to take care of in your life right and he hits her with a maybe I don't mind taking care of you I know I was like oh okay Tyler Mm -hmm. Roth Mm -hmm. okay so after breakfast they're just had to get ready for the day she's going towards her bathroom and she opens the bathroom door and she catches a glimpse of Tyler naked Mm -hmm. getting out of the shower and she just stops and stares for a minute Mm -hmm. she's like uh her brain just short circuits yeah just like taking in all of his nakedness Mm -hmm. and then when she realizes what she's doing which is just like 
gawking gawking at this <laughs> naked man she just like shouts that she's sorry and closes the door and runs back to her room but he runs after her apologizing he forgot to tell her that his shower drain isn't working so he has to use hers for a few days sure tyler sure tyler <laughs> Can't get a plumber mm. that fast. So yeah, he like runs after her like in with a towel on his waist, Ooh. just like dripping. Oh, he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and she's like, Can you get dressed, please, before we talk like, anymore? Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, that night Madison has plans with her friends. They're doing a little girls' hey. night. When she comes out into the living room, she's all dressed up. She's like, How do I look, Tyler? Mm-hmm. And he's just like, <laughs> He goes, Yeah, uh huh, yeah, yeah. And obviously. He thinks she's hot. For some reason, she thinks that she looks she bad. She must look like garbage, yeah. And I'm like, he's literally drooling over mm-hmm. you. So he's into whatever you're putting out there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she has a fun night out with her friends and she tells them all about Tyler and they're like, ooh, he totally loves you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like their friendship. <laughs> so after dinner, the girls hit the club. Oh, yeah, they do. And she's looking around the club. And who does she see? Brad. Uh, Brad. Uh. So over Brad. <laughs> she sees him kissing another woman. Mm-hmm. After Brad had multiple times said, I'll wait for you. Right. We're meant to be. Mm. I love you, Madison. And stupid Brad's like, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> Um, it looks like your tongue's down her throat. And right. he's like, uh, maybe. <laughs> and then again, Madison has to be like, it's, it's over, over Brad. Mm-hmm. Nothing's between us ever again. But then he insults her. He does. It's really bad. He may, he had an insult that was something like, well, if you were better in bed, I wouldn't have to go elsewhere. Right. I was like, And that oh. really kind of caught her off guard. Like she just kind of stopped in her tracks. Well, yeah. And yeah. we learned that when they were dating, even in high school, he always told her she was a bad kisser. Mm-hmm. Which is like hard on a a teen girl's confidence. So when she gets home, she's like kind of bummed. But Tyler is not bummed. Mm -mm. He's having a good time. He's like kind of drunk. He's got some music going on. Dancing with pigeons. Yeah, he's like, "Mm, party time. He's like, Madison, you're home. Yeah, let's celebrate. Mm -hmm. Turns out he got the promotion at work that he's been Mm -hmm. going for. So he just pours her a drink, like Mm -hmm. ready to have a good time. Mm -mm -mm. But he can tell that she's a little off and asks her what's wrong. So she kind of runs through her night with Brad, tells Tyler that her and Brad broke up and then tells her about how Brad always told her she was a bad kisser when they were dating. Mm -hmm. And Tyler, like half drunk, is like, I could kiss you. Mm -hmm. Like my Tyler voice right there. (laughs) I could kiss you. I could kiss you. (laughs) Tyler sounds creepy. (laughs) (laughs) Again, he's like obviously a little bit drunk, but Mm -hmm. he continues and goes, I'm an impartial third party. I Mm -hmm. could kiss you and tell you if you're bad or not. Way to fall on that sword, Tyler. <laughs> I know. And she's like, okay. <laughs> they lean in and he gives her just like a softest, the kiss. softest, lightest kiss. Mm-hmm. And when he pulls away, she's like, how was it? He's and like, he's oh. like, I need more data <laughs> yeah, to you make do. a decision. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> when he goes and kisses her again. Ooh, it gets hot. It's a kiss. It's you a pretty like, hot kiss. Rolly kisses her. Mm-hmm. And they stay like smooshed together. Oof. For a Answer good minute, a Roman. just feeling them mouths, mm, just mm, kiss, mm. kiss, kiss, smooch, smooch, smooch. Mm-hmm. And eventually he pulls away and is like, you are not a bad kisser. Yeah. And then it goes to his room. He just walks away. <gasps> oh, 
was statement. Man. But the next morning, she wakes up to the smell of bacon. <laughs> what a great way to wake up. Wow. <laughs> and when she goes out to the kitchen, Tyler just immediately apologizes for last night. Mm-hmm. Tells her it was a mistake and he got oh. carried away. No girl wants to hear that no, kissing girl. them was just a mistake. FYI, for the men out there, just don't say that. Don't say anything mm-hmm. about the girl was a mistake. Yeah. Because it he's, sticks with her. It does. But yeah. he's like, I hope we're good. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, we're great. We're great. fine. No I'm fine. We're fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but then she, at the same time at breakfast, she gets a call that her mother has summoned her mm. to the house. So she gets ready, heads to her parents' house where her mother is waiting for her. And is like, you need to patch things up with Bradley. She's and like, hard pass. <laughs> when Madison tells her no, just all hell breaks loose. Mm-hmm. And her mother is a tyrant. Mm-hmm. And she's like, how dare you not do as I say? And it's like, she's an adult. Right. <laughs> but for the first time, Madison really stands up for herself mm-hmm. and tells her that you mom don't owe me. Oh, <laughs> that's me. what happens when you completely <laughs> cut someone off. You don't have any more cards to hold. Right. So she's like, you don't own me. It's my life mm-hmm. and I'm going to live it how I want. And she storms out. She's like, you'll regret this. <laughs> she's like, don't think so. <laughs> So the next few days fly by and one night she's at home alone trying to finish up those dang palms for this school dance when she accidentally cuts her hand and blood drips onto the couch before she can stop it. Mm -hmm. Once she cleans up her hand, she attempts to clean the gray couch with bleach. And I was like, girl, this is not going to be good. Bleach does not go with color. And then I think seeing that the couch, she ruins the couch Right. So she tries to just use a little bleach, right? But then I guess she's holding it and then Pigeon kind of hits her and then she spills all the bleach. All over the couch. All over the couch. The couch is ruined. Mm-hmm. And I think just the past few months kind of hit her all at once. And it's too much. It's too much. I would if I were her. <laughs> but I she love She just this has part. a breakdown. She's just like laying there, just like crying. She's just on the floor. Just bleach. <laughs> covered in bleach and blood. Just like, ugh. <laughs> And Tyler comes home, sees her crying on the He's floor. Like, uh, what happened to the couch? <laughs> and she confesses all of her cleaning mishaps mm-hmm. and talks about the pan, the shoes, the dog soap. Mm-hmm. She just tells him everything. And I am surprised he didn't laugh. Like they're all kind of funny. Right. But she's like, I understand if you want me to leave. She's like, I don't know how to clean. She's like, I'm so bad at this. <laughs> he just makes her feel better about right. it. He tells it's her like, it's no here. big deal. Cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. Mm-hmm. It's going to be okay. Because he's perfection. And he just says that, you know, he wants her to stay with him. Mm-hmm. He wants her to keep living there. She's like, okay. Sometime the next week, the two of them get home from having dinner out when they see Pigeon kind of curled up, clearly not feeling well. Mm-hmm. So they take Pigeon to the animal hospital and Tyler is just beside himself. He's just devastated. Just he's so worried for his really it's like one love, his dog. With the worst timing ever, he gets a call from work saying that they need him in California immediately. So he goes to pack, clearly doesn't want to leave until he knows if Pigeon's going to be okay. And thankfully, as he's leaving, like on his way to the front door, he gets a call from the vet who says Pigeon will be just fine. Right. And the whole time Madison was even like, it's fine. I got this. You can go. I'll, I'll keep you posted. Yeah. You know, she was just trying to reassure him. Yeah. But when he gets the call that Pigeon's good, he's just like whooping and he's so yeah, happy. So happy. And then he grabs Madison, <gasps> pulls her in for a kiss. Oof, it's a good one. It's a good one. Mm-hmm. And the kiss quickly turns into some heavy petting. 
Yeah, some hot passion. Some Roman hands. And he's like kissing her neck and mm-hmm. running his fingers through her hair. She's but like, is this happening? She's like, oh my God, <laughs> this is this is it. But then his phone starts to ring. Mm-hmm. The driver's there. Oh, his driver's downstairs. He has uh. to leave. But then he tells her that he wants them to be together. He mm-hmm. wants this. He wants us. Like he wants them to be together. Mm-hmm. He's like, take some time. Think about it. I'll be back tomorrow. Then he leaves. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. True love. I was really shocked she wasn't so quick to be like, me too. <laughs> like, what's the thing about you? But talk about how you love him I know. this whole time. <laughs> me too. <laughs> so the next night, her sister calls for the same sister that bailed her out with the shoes. Mm-hmm. Is just like, I need you to be at this Christmas party tonight. Mm-hmm. It's her annual Christmas party her family hosts. Because the last time they were at their mother's house, she overheard her sister on the phone with a guy named Santiago. Mm-hmm. And that is not the guy that she brought home for dinner. Not the man she's Mm-mm. supposed to marry. That's her personal trainer, and she mm-hmm. is in love with him. And I bet mm-hmm. he's smoking. I bet he is. Mm-hmm. More so than the guy her dad picked up right. for. <laughs> so her sister's like, I'm going to tell mom and dad that I'm in love with Santiago. Mm-hmm. I need you as backup. And she's just being very supportive because no one supported her. Yeah. So she's like, I'll be there for you. Yeah, I'll come. But when she gets there, she immediately sees Brad talking with her parents, mm-hmm. which isn't a good sign. And then her mother comes up to her all snarky and then turns around introduces her to Tyler Roth what what so Tyler went to California but he said he was going to be home but he has to do one work thing before he comes home yeah but he wanted to talk to her about everything and so that was a little shocking for her to see him because it turns out Tyler works for her dad's company what what whoa (sighs) and because her mom is a snarky bitch she makes it seem like Tyler knew Mm -hmm. who Madison was she recounts everything that Madison thought she did on her own but I guess secretly her mom was behind the scenes like got her the job at the private school Mm talk to the dealership. That's why it was so easy for her. And then she's like, oh, and we talked to Tyler mm-hmm. just so like he could let you move in and we can keep an eye on she's you. She's like, silly girl, you thought you did all this on your own. You are not independent. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, God, what you're a monster. <laughs> and it just makes it seem like Tyler made this deal with her parents yeah. and was on her parents' side this whole time. But Tyler was shocked to see her too. He was yeah. like, Madison? (laughs) And Madison is horrified and runs out of the room, but Tyler follows her and tells her that it isn't true. He had no idea that he even worked for her father. He just hadn't made the connection Mm -hmm. between the Huntington last name. But they, I think she's been lied to so many times. There's no way that she would even believe him. No, her mother's... A train wreck who's ruined her whole life. (laughs) But he just tries to explain that he was not in cahoots with her Mm -hmm. mom or her family, but she's just too flustered and Mm -hmm. she's hurt. She just needs to leave. It's just too much for her. Mm -hmm. Even though he's like begging her to listen and telling her to stay. And he even tells her that he loves her. He does. But she's just not in the right frame of mind to listen. Mm-hmm. So she just storms out and is just like, leave well, me mean, alone. You can imagine like, you know, you've had your family take care of you your whole life. And then you finally go out on your own and you think you've done all of these things yeah. on your own. So you feel good about yourself. And then your shitty mom is just like, no, you haven't. <laughs> it's been me the whole time. <laughs> like, what a monster. <laughs> and she, Madison ends up staying with her friend Shay. Her mm-hmm. friend Shay's like, you're back. <laughs> but for a few days, she's just really sad. And then on a weekday that next week, 
when she assumes Tyler will be at work, she goes back to the apartment to get her things. Right. But her sister kind of let her in on a few things, too. She was like, I talked to Frederica, her aunt, and was just like, it's true. Tyler did not know what was going on. He was not in cahoots. And apparently the reason is, is because he has a reputation for being so honest. And so that's why they didn't want him to know that this was all going on. No flaws. He's too honest. He's so But when she walks into the apartment, he's there. Mm-hmm. Looking like a wreck. Oh, Disheveled, beautiful devastated. hair. <laughs> Stunningly devastated. <laughs> and he tells her he quit his job. Mm-hmm. That even though he wasn't part of the initial scheme, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to work for a family that would do that right. to their child. Right. Which, fair. Mm-hmm. And they kind of talk out all their feelings and clear up everything. They're on the same page. And he asks her to move in with him again. Mm-hmm. And they're in love. <laughs> and that's the book. <laughs> What do you think? I thought it was a really cute book. I thought it was fun. It's yeah. a very light, very easy light. read. Yeah. And even for a book that doesn't have like steamy sex, I do like a steamy kiss where you just really feel like you it. You feel it. Yeah, yeah. You're like, ooh, yeah. I, I thought it like was that. good. I'd recommend it. I would recommend it if you want like a light read that's yeah. not overly, you know, intense or anything like that. It doesn't rip your heart out like other books that no. I've read of. <laughs> yes. It's just like an easy one. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah. Recommended. And that was The Roommate. So next episode is a little get to know us episode. (laughs) We're going to answer some very generic questions for you. (laughs) But we hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and subscribe to our podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.